Hey there, and welcome back to the Better With Running podcast. My name is Matt Davey, coach of Run to PB and Marathoner. And alongside me as always, and less than one week out from the big dance at the Melbourne Marathon, is coach at Run to PB and Marathoner, Zaka Newman. Welcome back to the show, mate. Hey, Mattress. Yes, one week to go, mate. Exciting times. And um, yeah, a lot of buzz around. I saw out, I was, um, we'll chat about a bit later, but I was, I've been out on um, around parts of the course over Saturday and Sunday, um, doing a workout and I saw some signage up about road closures and yeah, just seeing the, um, yeah, seeing everything getting set up is, um, yeah, it's, it's, the, it's starting to kick in the reality of uh, the Melbourne Marathon is uh, finally here. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. Um, what, uh, two years? Yeah. Two years. I think, um, yeah, two years and I think just seeing, obviously seeing an event firsthand on, um, on Sunday at the, the two times a year wellness run and mm. seeing all those, um, yeah, just uh, the fest and we'll chat about that, but the festivities and a fun run and then, uh, yeah, Melbourne Marathon on top of that next week. I think there's a, a lot of hype around around Melbourne and, um, yeah, with with events being back. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, good to see and, yeah, really looking forward to getting out there and um, and seeing the buzz around around town. We, we don't get... I haven't, have I haven't been up, been up and around the course like you, um, but yeah, I'm really excited to to check it out. And yeah, it's such a it's such a great event. And yeah, really looking forward to taking part in it. Yeah, and, and that getting that feeling. I haven't done a marathon since uh, what 2016. Um, so having that feeling of a marathon week as well. It's um, yeah, going through that, getting through this, you know, going through the taper starting to think about the, obviously the logistics and um, yeah, the whole week to, to unfold. It's, yeah, it's exciting. And um, yeah, I guess try to keep calm early on in the week as well. And for as long as possible before, um, you know, obviously nerves will kick in at some point, but um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a fun week. Mattress. Yeah, it is, mate. And um, how was your, yeah, your second last week before, before the, before the race, how, how do you, um, how'd you pull up and and yeah i know i've seen on strava there's a few workouts come through and, and we had a bit of a chat and yeah you're obviously feeling pretty good yeah um like you know sort of the last week and a bit i've just obviously been trying to you know get into this tape so not a super aggressive taper for me just because i'm not coming off huge mileage but um it's still a drop from you know a lot of the definitely the big drops in the workouts. I think, um, you know, I've still kept the the volume relatively similar on the easy and recovery days, just taking minutes off here and there. So like, you know, even the the morning run last week went from 35 to 30 minutes. Um, some of those 60 minute runs dropped down to 50. Um, some of the 70 minutes went to six, uh, yeah, went down to 60 minutes. So you kind of just, just those small changes, um, you know, where you've been in runs and I do often do like most runners creatures of habits got similar loops and you kind of um, I can get back I, I can sort of feel myself 
on some of those days when I've been in the marathon block thinking, oh, I can't wait to, you know, I wish I could just sort of pull off now and have it 10 minutes earlier. But now that's sort of, that's actually being forced to be done and you're like, oh, I wouldn't mind going another 10 minutes. So it's funny how the, the mind works when you're, um, when you're a runner and you're just ingrained in doing, um, going out and running, um, you know, your, your usual loops. But yeah, like it's, I've definitely started to feel more energy being sort of returned off those lighter lighter uh, runs and then also the workouts being reduced. So Wednesday had, um, you know, so this workout, I think in total is just under 10K. Um, so, I mean, with a warm-up, warm-down, again, warm-up, warm-down, sort of dropping them off a little bit from, you know, a regular 20-minute down to, to sort of 15-minute warm-up, warm-down. So that... It's all sort of that cumulative effect of um, yeah, reducing some of the load really starts to, to help freshen up. And yeah, the Wednesday workout had a 10 minute tempo split marathon pace effort into a three minute recovery. And then the, uh, the Matt Davey fartlek, um, which has become a bit of a staple of mine in, throughout the, um, throughout the build up, just in, in different variations this time coming off um coming off a bit of a tempo beforehand and yeah it was um that wednesday was when we had the thunderstorms i don't know if you had them down obviously you had them your way mattress but it was more in the morning and it was quite a humid and we've had some humid days in melbourne and this one um yeah really really came crashing down um like just pelting rain and about 4 four thirty, just as i was gearing up to to get set for the workout and i was I initially was going to run from home and then I decided oh, I'll, I'll space it, like give it a little bit more time and ended up driving out to, to I thought oh, I'll do this at the 10. And I think I was in that mindset of like with the, yeah, oh, do, do I really, is it something I could probably shift here because am I going to be you know, getting out in this thunderstorm and, and rain and maybe it's, maybe I've moved it to, to Thursday, but I, had the mat, had the week planned out and didn't really want to tinker too much with it. So ended up um, getting myself up to for the session and I actually yeah went out to warm up with um, some other people. Sometimes just having that warm up with some, some people who just takes your mind off things and uh, warmed up with Al and, and Luke Bell. Um, and yeah, jogged down to the tan and um, yeah, and actually fortunately the rain had cleared by the time I sort of got got into some strides and finished my warm up and. And she felt like the first, I think, you know, when we go into these tapers and we've done a lot of work at marathon pace and this is only 10 minutes, I probably expected it just to come out a little bit easier at the start. And like always, um, I was probably also a little bit cautious with the rain. It was a little bit slippery on the on the track and uh, a bit of water on the path. So actually... Um, Valley as I as I, as they went off to do their, their 60 minutes easy and I was still tempted to join them. They he said something about you know, being careful of the hammies and, and and also mean just don't get struck by lightning. So they were good tips from, from Luke Bell. But um I yeah got into the workout and once I was sort of up and going and, and got on pace and I think it's just we've said this time time again it's like you know sometimes that marathon pace it just takes a little bit, a little bit of time to get onto, and then um, I just sort of relaxed and was able to sit, sit on the pace, and the effort was there. And yeah, before I knew it, ten minutes was over really quick because you know I've done a lot of longer sessions where I've been sort of starting doing a twenty minutes at marathon pace or thirty minutes at marathon pace. So this went pretty quick. 
Uh, and then, yeah, three minutes recovery. It was really well recovered and it was like, almost felt like the session was starting then. And I guess with this one, I wanted to be run with a bit of intent on the four minutes and the three minute efforts. Um, so yeah, went out pretty strong. Uh, and then, yeah, felt again, just had to work into it coming off that marathon pace. And then in the last, um, yeah. And then it was with the, the Matt Davey Farley, there's some uh, one minute efforts in there and um, just getting down into those, you know, getting those wheels spinning and also being conscious not to, um, to push too hard in this, you know, in this week because, um, you know, I haven't done a lot of really fast things. So, and particularly with the conditions, didn't want to, didn't want to overdo it. So, um, yeah, it, it came out really good in the end and yeah, finished off. I think, I don't know, probably felt like I was more of a marathoner in that workout than when I've done it as a, you know, someone who's been in say 10K fit or, or half fit. And when you're sort of 10K fit, you can really get after those one minuteers. Whereas uh, I felt just efficient in the shorter reps and um, yeah, didn't feel like I was changing gears as much. So um, yeah, good overall workout. Yeah, it's good. Oh, it's a, a smart, smart workout, that one, trying to sit and get comfortable sort of around marathon pace. And I know, totally know that feeling where you're, um, where you're kind of like, you know, this is only 10 minutes and you feel like, oh, it should feel a lot easier than what it does. Um, but then once you kind of get into your groove, get into the rhythm and you settle, you, you it comes across a lot easier. Um, and then, yeah, working into the those faster reps just to get that leg turnover. Um, yeah, that's a, a smart session. And you because know, I mean, you're, you're not going to get a heap of fitness out of it for mm. for the race. It's just more about making sure everything's ticking off and like you're doing um, so well is just cutting back on some of the load, uh, but not absolutely dropping everything. Um, so that yeah, your body's not like a massive surprise for it because we don't like surprises mm. um, so much yeah. around that sort of thing. So. Yeah, I think, and then, and you've obviously pulled up well from from this session too, and you didn't didn't tweak any hamstrings on any of those puddles or anything. No, I didn't. Um, and I think, yeah, you're right. It's finding that balance between like you you you've got to tick these workouts off because you're so used to, yeah, I don't know, like with this marathon bill where you've got some bigger workouts in the week, and it's like, well, you kind of know that over the next two weeks that you don't have anything big until till that Sunday. So it's you're just getting through these, um, but not being too, um, yeah, not taking them too, not lazy, but too cruisy that you don't get, um, you, know, you don't really work into them. So yeah, tricky balance to hit in the, in the taper. And yeah, it was good. And I had a, I had a massage schedule actually on Thursday. So I kind of, that worked in well. Now I had that, that session on, on Wednesday and then, went and saw Elizabeth Ralph, who uh, Melbourne Uni runner. She's a sprinter. Um, but yeah, she's worked with a lot of distance runners um, over at Maya Fitness. So a big shout out to them because um, she's actually just moved in there probably a um, month or so, um, moved down the road from another place in North Melbourne. And um, yeah, doing some great stuff over at, um, at Maya Fitness. And she works with, um, yeah, funny enough, works with a few jockeys mattress. So yeah. I know you have a few gags about uh, <laughs> being short and uh, bodybuilders as well. So, you know, a bit of a mix. Oh. So maybe, maybe you can get in there. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, she... Line up some beach weights. Um, but it was good. Get, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. No, and, and she just really worked in um, some areas that, you know, probably I'm also sitting around a bit and, um, you know, from, from the desk and making sure that not just the legs are, are um, you know, are, are tuned up. It's also just the rest of the body that, that takes a hit, you know, through the back and through the arms. So, yeah, got a really good massage and I've got that scheduled in again for next Thursday. Um, so, yeah, a little bit of cupping as well, mattress. So, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, just those final tweaks. Um, did a couple of releases, which is uh, the solace, which is always. Uh, oh, it's a weird yeah, one. Yeah, she up. told me to, you know, brace myself and be strong and you know commit to it, and uh, yeah, just had to. Have... So yeah, hold in. Yeah, yeah. Getting so, the massage and the solace. Oh, yeah. what? really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, if good, it feels good once it's. She did, yeah. Up. Short-term pain for long-term gain. I think the words that Elizabeth was <laughs> telling me is she convinced myself to, to get into it. But, um, yeah, definitely felt great. Like, I felt, felt even the next day I could feel um, feel a difference. And by Saturday, you know, for Saturday's workout, um, yeah, was really loose and, and ready to go. And you caught up, yeah, on Saturday, three eight-minute reps when this came through and you, and you said it felt comfortable, it was, um, yeah, I think that's a, a real confidence building session. This one for you, I'd say. Yeah. And it's, um, yeah, the three by eight, um, off three minutes or even two minutes recovery I've done in a lot of my sort of 10 K half buildups. Um, so as we sort of peel back, this is only, you know, 24 minutes of, of work. Um, I guess, yeah, just that fact that, you know, a lot of my sessions have been upwards of, 50, 60, 90 minutes, even, you know, um, to only have to sort of dial in for 24 minutes at some um, for, the, for the, the effort time. It makes it a lot easier to get your head around. And yeah, knowing, um, I think just having that, um, you know, just doing it with some, some, uh, um, some of the runners that uh, I've done some build-ups over the, over the years with, and um, it's great to get back out at, at Albert Park with Dave Ridley, who's the, uh, an official mayor of uh, Albert Park who has got a few segments named after him over there. And did he make them himself? I think he did, yeah. <laughs> but he has run um he's run a fast marathon at the trials, and he's um yep. he's done a few half marathons around there as well. So mm. he does a lot of work. He lives across the road, so he's done a lot of workouts there and knows it like the back of his hand. And um yeah, we, we did a workout together and Dave P, uh, runs PB coach, he jumped in. He hasn't done a work, he's done a lot of running, but hadn't sort of jumped in for a workout for a while. So we was keen to um yeah, to thought this one was um you know, suited his taste of uh, a three by eight was a good one to get back into. So it was good to have some, some people around and and all sort of starting together and, and doing a good session. And it wasn't as windy as last week. I know last week I did the session around there and um yeah, it was a lot windier, so it was kind of nice to be out there. And I think if we get those kind of conditions, um, like we did on, like we ran on a Saturday, and we started at seven thirty, so um, probably warming up. So there'll be some people are definitely around that part of the course at that time, and you could sort of the wind was, it wasn't anywhere near as bad as um, I've I've had it out there. Yeah, so yeah, longer recoveries on this one really help. So having that three minutes in there. Didn't want to absolutely go for on this, just wanted to be in control, get out at sort of half marathon pace and, and work down a bit. And yeah, it was, was really happy to sort of feel like that three twelves, three tens was strong, but comfortable. Um, uh, I actually set up a, a 
drink bottle, like a pop top out on, um, <laughs> there was a truck that was parked in the, like a flatbed truck that was parked through where we kind of go through the first lap. So I chucked it on there as we <laughs> took off, hoping that it was still there. And it was. <laughs> um, so it was lucky. So yeah, rep two, second half um, of that is like, yeah, came through and picked that up at running at sort of 312s and took a few sips. And like, I didn't feel like I slowed down. I, it Look, I didn't get heaps in and I think just going, you know, I'll be going more at that, you know, 325, 324s and I can, you know, take some water in a bit easier. But knowing that I could sort of still collect it at pace and, and carry it was fine. I probably carried it for probably three to four minutes um, before, no longer than that, maybe six, seven minutes. Um, so I'm quite comfortable jogging with it as well. Um, I think that's something to probably, I think often we pick things up, you know, like pick hydration up and want to just get it down and then get, move on. But I think, you know, being able to carry it for a bit longer and just just take a few sips is um, is a good way to do it. Yeah, it's good practicing it at pace, I think. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, last one, didn't try and absolutely whack it, but it was just felt, um, you know, felt strong. And I think this, the big takeaway was that, um, you know, I felt like I could keep going and I felt efficient um, at that pace. And I probably, that probably sinks to the, um, to the marathon workouts, like a lot of marathon workouts we've done. And, um, you know, that's back half of them where you're sort of going at marathon pace at, you know, 25K, 30K into a session, um, you know, only being 15, 16 minutes into the workout is, is a lot easier. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, that was good and pulled up really well from that. Like, you know, being a, a much shorter session um, to be then going to the Sunday long run. Uh, actually, Luke, that um, wanted to get out there and support the two times you wellness run. We obviously had a few athletes and some coaches running around, which we'll chat about a bit later, actually. So I did 45 minutes before that and then sort of jogged back, was just trying to time it so I didn't have too long on the start line and um, actually ran into Ali O'Brien, who's a um, runs PV athlete, one of Karina's athletes. She's She was jogging around. Um, we spoke to her and then, yeah, was pretty much away from the start. Like, um, you know, I was a little bit of congestion at the start as as you do when you sort of like merge into that um pack and then um things cleared out pretty quickly and just got into a rhythm and such a good vibe down there like um being in the in the pack and just um yeah running along it was really fun and then yeah, there was a couple other we'll go through the results shortly with um mm-hmm. quite a few run to bb athletes down there and some some massive Massive results, but yeah, was it good to sort of sit in with a pack and and just yeah, like, I don't know, just in really enjoy it and not not feel like you know you're puffing and puffing along and just- yeah, exactly, yeah. And I think um, it was quite interesting to see like I think some people got a bit excited with the race going. Oh, it was a, quite a bit of a few people went out a bit early and then um, it wasn't there wasn't as many. I think probably noticing that probably wasn't as many consistent. Um, pacing going on through this one like being in I, I tried to sort of run 415s 420s but I didn't really notice that groups would sort of um, come along and stay at that pace I just sort of just tended to run past and then uh, so I think that was just the nature of the run and I think also uh, a lot of people potentially doing this as their first event back 
for a long time. Um, but it it wasn't it, what what I liked about the event. It wasn't an overwhelming sort of. Um, I think you didn't get a sense that it was a it was a real fun run vibe. I guess rather than some of the serious fast races you get into, where um, yeah, I think that friendly atmosphere. I think it was a great entry to to runners who haven't done an event like this. Maybe they've come from park run and feel like these events can be a bit overwhelming. Whereas this was really, you know, and the guys, um, Jordan O'Neill and the guys at O2 events, yeah, really good vibes. Like they had um, a lot of drink stations out there and people giving high fives and they had a, a snake station, which was pretty cool. I haven't seen that in a race where they were, uh, you know, giving out snakes and um, high fives. So that was really cool. So um, I think they've done a great job. And that's the first one they raced over. I remember when we had, had the guys on, um, the targeting was 200,000 to raise for Beyond Blue. And they hit, uh, I saw a post went up, it was, it was over 200. They oh, hit great. about 240, I think, and still wow. counting. Um, so huge, huge effort um, from those guys. Yeah, massive kudos, and yeah. that's the first one. Like you know, this will this will this will only continue to grow. Um, you know, the amount of support because you can see a lot of people out there watching, which is really cool. Um, yeah, it's a good location for it too. Mm, really scenic, two hundred forty-seven k, which means this amount can fund over five thousand calls for mental health support. That's unreal. Hey? Um, yeah, which is an amazing effort. And that was yesterday, so they'll probably got a few more in there in the kitty after that. Nice, um, but yeah, and the, yeah, like I said, great, great location, and that Cantani Gardens, you know, really good vibe afterwards. And obviously, uh, it's where I was able to catch up with Chris Armstrong and a few others and uh, celebrate their runs. Yeah, that's good. And that ticked off a good week for you. Um, yeah, one week out from the race, and how's the body's feeling? Obviously, you're all right. Um, got another massage planned, as you said, and and um, yeah, then getting into the a bit more of a deeper taper. I think you got 109 Ks for the week. Yeah, 109 for the week. Um, and then, yeah, like lighter runs, no doubles this week. So it's, um, it's pretty pretty cruisy. Uh, one workout to knock out, I think. Um, yep. And then, yeah, then it's uh, it's race day. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. So, How about you, Mattress? Your week, you've, um, yeah, very excited, very keen to hear how you go. Yeah, so as I said, yeah, last week that I was feeling quite a bit flat and a bit tired and I decided to um, take that Monday off. Um, and so I guess this is like my ideas around the taper are to mostly keep the frequency together. Um, and it's not something that I would normally do, but I think this is where that art and science coaching kind of comes into play and you've got to try to really, you know, you've, You've got your pro, you got your program there, and and you do like to tick all the boxes. Uh, but sometimes just you know that that program needs to be written in pencil, and you need to make some adjustments uh, based on how the body's pulled up and our body's feeling. So yeah, I took Monday off, um, and then Tuesday I just did a real easy fifty minutes, and then yeah, so then by Wednesday morning I felt um, yeah felt like my energy levels were back and bodies was body was feeling really good, and I, I, um, I decided I, there was a couple of sort of runs that I know that I come off really well from um, and it sort of just makes me feel good and, and uh, get some, yeah, get, get a good bit of confidence from. So yeah, one of them's just running over some hills for a bit longer, uh, just more steady paced. So I average four 18s for 85 minutes mm. uh, and yeah, felt really good on that morning. And, and yeah, that, that those four 18s were 
uh, I guess you know, sometimes sometimes they feel really hard, but, to the, but this morning they felt easy. Um, and that was a good sign. So then on the Thursday, uh, I went out for an, another session that yeah, I find I bounce off really well from is, is 1K reps. And so I did six 1K reps off a minute, um, basically static walk recovery. And yeah, just to try to get a bit of bounce in the legs um, and did it around yeah, Narambi down in Mornington where I do often do quite a few sessions. And yeah, I was, I was looking at the radar uh, just before I left work uh, to head over there. And, and I could see some storms building across the bay and heading towards Mornington. And I was, um, I thought I might've been able to get in before they really hit, but yeah, sort of when I was, when I was in the first rep, it was, I could see in the distance um, and Gemma was walking, walking loops of, um, of this 700 meter um, track that I was doing the session. And, and um, yeah, she was out there as well. And, and she had the camera, you know, just seeing the distance this really weird looking storm coming across. And, and I wasn't, I wasn't sure what it kind of was. It, it looked more like a dust storm. And I think yeah. I heard Jane Bunn mention it um, later that night that it was a bit of a dust storm that it had picked up from um, I'm not sure where from, but yeah, it picked up a lot of uh, a lot of uh, a lot of dust and, and carried it across. And so it was this, yeah, really low, and it was like almost Armageddon. Like it was yeah, really weird feeling, really weird vibe. And and you could see the lightning start to start to build up. And and yeah, I got through the first rep fine. Uh, I think it was 306. And then yeah, I was sort of halfway through my second rep. Um, it started to feel really good. And and then yeah, I. This, this storm all of a sudden it, I thought it was a fair way away but it was so fast moving it just it was just over the top of us um kind of within a blink of an eye and and then so yeah I finished that 1k that second 1k and it's probably about 200 meters or maybe 100 or 200 meters from from my car and I was like nah I'm gonna bolt to the car I'm just gonna <laughs> keep keep I'm gonna roll through this rep and um oh. just wait till this this strange um dark cloud um, yeah. moves over because i was i was a bit worried that i know it's even on the on the news some of those massive golf ball sized <laughs> hailstones i wasn't all that keen to get hit by one of them or hit by any <laughs> lightning so uh and Gemma did the same so we both jumped into my car and sort of sat it out for about three or four minutes and then wow. once that one passed um it didn't really bring much rain with it um it was the the next front that hit that brought the rain but and the, and a lot more lightning um so yeah just stopped the watch and then and then yeah when I got out of the car I started again and had my minute uh minute break and it was probably it was more uh it was probably worse doing that than actually keep it's gonna say how did the um the legs respond to like you know going so fast then stopping sitting down mm. it's actually worse um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's actually worse for the legs um yeah because when I started up again I was a little bit I don't know a little bit tight and a little bit locked up again uh, yeah just from from cooling down that little bit and then yeah, yeah once i got going I, I was fine and then in the fifth rep um yeah this you know when the bolt of lightning comes down mm. and the noise hits at that exact same like stra- time straight away yeah straight away <laughs> and that happened in the fifth rep and i probably i had about oh, i had about 300 meters to go in that fifth rep and i was like maybe i should just stop here yeah um, but i don't know because you're like pretty a, ex- yeah you're in a pretty uh, open, exposed area, and then yep. if anyone's yeah following mattress on on Strava, there's some epic photos that Gemma took. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can see those with a yeah. lightning in it. Yeah, there's a lightning Last. bolt in the corner, which yeah, is uh, perfect yeah. timing. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so it was um yeah, it was pretty. I don't know, maybe it was a little bit silly that I kept kept out there for the six reps. I probably didn't 
like I probably didn't need to, but I was, I was, yeah, I was feeling really good on the, on those, um, yeah, hitting those 1K reps. I was like, no, nah, I'm going to just keep going through. And, and then, um, yeah, the, the storm basically passed. I sat um, after the session, I sat for a little while just yeah. to make sure it had passed before I got into the warm down. Um, and I think it averaged about 303-ish. Yeah, it was solid. Yeah, yeah. 0.1k for a minute. So, yeah, I was happy with that, how that really felt. And just, I think that um, that taking that day off Monday and, and the mm. um, Tuesday easy really helped with, with get, getting that chance to bounce back. Because I felt in the past, I guess I've learned from past experience when I felt flat like this. And I think, oh, no, I'll just keep going through until the last week and then taper off mm. a lot more. Um, and I felt in the past that just hasn't worked for me. It's like, I just keep pushing fatigue on and on and on. And yeah. um, I really need to get on top of it earlier rather than leaving it too late. So that, uh, that served me well by, by taking that, that Monday off. And it was, it was harder to do. It was harder to take that day off yeah. and go out and run. Um, yeah, it's it a weird is. feeling. And then, yeah, just, I then got out for Saturday. It was a session. Uh, so I did my long run um, in this yeah, uh, long run and then a bit of a pickup at the end. So I did 60 minutes easy mm. and then did 20 minute pickup on a, an average about three twenties and then, yeah, just 20 minutes easy. So an hour 40 in total. Um, and I like, I've been really trying to focus on a lot of work at the back end of my long run. So I wanted to keep this in there. It's just more a bit of maintenance for it. And, yeah. and yeah, it, and like, I mean, I'm backing off like, you know, an hour of running from what I'd done a couple of, a couple of weeks ago. So it was a, it was a real pullback and I, I did it on the Saturday. And so I just get an, an extra day recovery um, off that session and yeah, sort of, I guess felt all did right. Change, change shoes at, yeah. after the hour. Yeah. yeah, I did. And oh, Race shoes or? Yeah, I put the race shoes on. Um, yeah. on, the, on the 1K reps, I put the next percents on. And then for, yeah, this one, I, I put yeah. the race shoes on. And so the shoes that I've got, they make a clicking noise every step <laughs> I take. I don't know if yours do the same. It's, um, yeah. I think it's the plate. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's the plate. I don't think it's the actual, um, the, the, what's the air pockets at the front, the air pads yeah. at the front. It's the plate and yeah, it clicks all the time. Um, so yeah, if, if I assume we're going to probably run together for a bit mm. on Sunday. Um, so yeah. Oh, I'd be clicking in time. Pockets. Yeah. <laughs> up. Uh, and then got out for an easy Arvo, just 35 minutes. And then, yeah, Sunday headed out for a, a bit of a group run. There's a uh, down at or across a Bitten Reservoir. Uh, yeah, there's a, there was a couple of us um, doing the marathon and a couple of, a couple of guys doing the 5K um, on Tuesday. So, yeah, it was just a, an easy, oh, and actually a couple of doing the 10K too on, on, um, on the Saturday Arvo for the, melbourne marathon festival so yeah it was good good to get out for a bit of a bit of a group run around around there and everyone was just pretty chilled out and yeah it was enjoyable and it's actually saw yeah a couple of saw a run to pb couple of run to pb athletes out there as well um enjoying the surrounds um and yeah so ended up with i think it was a hundred and i don't know if on friday load a hundred hundred and hang on i gotta go to my bloody profile um have you you're you've got the full kit sorted for race day yes yep yep 111 case um yeah so got um i got the yeah so the gray oat socks 
Yeah, I was just going to say, um, we both got our delivery on, I think I got mine on Friday. Um, yeah. But yeah, the guys home it and the guys out at Oat running who have uh, kitted us up with matching socks yeah. for all the race, which we've been both like raving about. We've both been been using these socks in um, a lot of our workouts. And, you know, I've, I've had blisters in the past. Um, so I've had nothing in this lead up using these socks. So um, yeah, really going in there confident and um, they look good and they feel good. So um, yeah, pretty, pretty excited to wear those on race day. Yeah, 100%. I tried them out on Saturday too. And yeah, they felt great. And I reckon they work well with the with the Alpha Fly shoes. I got yeah. the, the grey in the um in the sort of I guess it's it's kind of green. Or is it yeah, yellow? I don't know. It's greeny yellow. Yeah, the fluoro. Yeah, they work well together. Then yeah, the run to PB, the on singlet. And, um, yeah, I'll be in the on singlet shorts. as well. So um yeah, we'll be matching. We'll be matching. <laughs> I think my my alpha flies are a different colour. Um Ah, yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, so uh, that's all set. Like I pretty much, yeah, I won't wear that kit until race day now. It's sort of yep. I've tried and tested it and now it's just, yeah. Yep, yeah. yeah, be confident in it. Yeah. It looks good. That's what counts. <laughs> that's what matters. <laughs> Quite a few results that we've got through in the, in the wellness run there. Yeah, it was great. Like I said earlier, great to get out there and, and see some of these hand, uh, these races firsthand and be on the course and sort of being able to cheer and, and see um, some athletes that I guess we've spoken about over the over the course of the last some of the some of our episodes um, and to actually see see them rolling around. I saw um, the half marathon started at the same time as the ten, um, and it was. Really cool to see uh, Anna Alice, who we mentioned last week, had a ran the 10K at Sandy Point, had a PB of um, like four and a half minute PB since mm-hmm. um, well, when she did that race last year in February. With um, now, yeah, under the coach of uh, Sammy, Sammy McLean, uh, Sammy the Shoe Dog. Then, so they sort of obviously struck to do that half, uh, that 10K into this as a half, which is, um, yeah, come back out and then run a massive PB. I saw Anna, I must have seen her at maybe at some point, maybe five, uh, maybe six, seven K into the race. She looked so strong. Um, <laughs> and yeah, her big PB, three minute PB, her post on her Strava, so fun run vibes, three minute PB and a podium, happy days, great event. And yeah, she ran one hour, 23, 41. Um, yeah, landed herself on the podium, getting the win. And uh, yeah, Fantastic run. Yeah, that was so good. And I know Sammy was pumped with that um with that result. And he, yeah, what did he say that uh, oh, yeah, he, shared, he shared his race plan and uh, yeah. yeah, it was really cool. Um something about um but yeah, she made a coach look good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she really felt she absolutely nailed the nailed the plan and um, yeah, he finished so strong over those last um I mean you can look at those day. Those that last five k, like seventeen k through to twenty one, she mm. pretty much went all under four minute k's. Um, yeah. And the last three k's, it was three forty four, forty six, forty five. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and and a great start. Like Sammy had suggested, be you know, be sensible for the first few k, and she ran them at four oh fours, four oh twos, four oh twos. So like that, 
that's yeah. just a, a masterclass of um, you know a negative split and, and running on in the race and being conservative. Yeah, hundred percent. And then yeah, Sammy said there yeah, that um, you'll hit sixteen kilometers tomorrow and really run on. And <laughs> yeah, she obviously took took that advice on board and and um, executed that plan perfectly. Yeah, no, that was fantastic. Um, Actually, we had Tre- another uh, run for athlete in the half, also Trevor Cosworth, who does some triathlons on that course a fair bit. So it's his first time doing it just as a just straight half without having to do a, a swim and a ride beforehand. So I think he enjoyed that experience um, running an hour 28. So that was a, a cracking run from Trevor. And then over in the 10K, Zach, I had Anna G, who placed third overall in a time of 40-16. Huge result. Yeah, big PV for Anna. Um, yeah, she. I, I, I was chatting to Chris um, straight after and he said, oh, there's Anna. Um, she, she ran well today. Yeah, she ran awesome today. And she just sort of nonchalantly said, oh, yeah, I went okay. And then Chris <laughs> said, nah, she's been humble. She's run a big big PV. She's finished third overall. So, um, yeah. Up on the podium. Up on the podium. And uh, they had the... It definitely picked up best dressed kit on course, uh, Chris and, and Anna. So Chris went around also in the 10K and um, we'll get to his result. But first of all, they're, um, they're matching pink Nike kit, socks and shoes. Yeah, couldn't miss them out. Miss them on the course as you, you saw in those photos on socials. Yeah, that's right. No, it looked amazing. Um, and also Taryn Kirby out there on the yeah. course in the 5K. Another one of uh, one yeah, of runners. Chris's athletes um, down there from the yeah. Shepparton and Runners Club um, and run to BBA athletes. So yeah, Taryn went around in the five k. So great to see some of the um, some of the runners coming down from uh, from Shepparton down the, down the highway. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, great to support the event. And then Michael Bishop in the ten k, thirty eight thirty six. One of Brady's athletes. Yeah, great, to, great to see Michael out there. Um, yeah, having long. Oh, he gets to um, Albert Park for the park run a fair bit. So yeah. um. Good on him for, yeah, he would have enjoyed getting on the road and, and carving it out with a, a sub 40 minute run. Morning to Peninsula. Um, athlete, athlete, yeah. Yeah. He yep. is, yes. Uh, and then one of Karina, uh, Karina's athletes, Kim Way, uh, first 10K race since what? Oh, since joining Run to PB, yeah. PB, yeah. And 47 41 and seventh in her age group. Yeah. Um, Kim had a, a great day. I think she really, I saw a photo of her. Um, didn't get a chance to catch up with her, but I know. Um, she looked like she really enjoyed just being in that fun run environment, and um, yeah, to it, um, after a lot of you know time trials and all the rest of it, to be able to get out and do her first ten k, um, you know, in that environment, we really enjoyed it. And yeah, we had a couple of the coaches also, um, Cassidy Shaw and Chris Armstrong. So Cassidy took out the win in the ten kilometer. In, in yeah, he was thirty oh six, mate. Thirty oh six. Cracking run from uh, from Cassie. I know um, he sort of messaged last uh, or the night before saying he was. He, I knew early on because he's a two times U athlete that he was going to be coming down for this. Mm-hmm. He was toying between the half and the marathon. Uh, uh, sorry, the half and the ten. Ten. And yeah, decided to go with the ten. I think he was trying to. Uh, he was gearing himself up for Dave McNeil, who um, <laughs> was 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 potentially going to run in that ten k. I think he ended up just jogging around doing the half, but. Um, he was psyched up for a, for a battle there and yeah, he went out and just led under tape and um, that's a fast time to do that solo and uh, yeah, cracking run from, from Cassidy. It was good to see him after, obviously down from Camp Canberra with, um, with his partner Keely. She won the, uh, she won the 10K female event. 
be a happy household. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, that, um, on Sunday. And also other coaches you mentioned, Chris Armstrong and, and Run to Peep Athlete. Yeah, um, so he completed the one-two, those two. Yeah, yep, the one-two. So, uh, yeah, Chris set out in the 10K and we, had, we obviously had him on, on last week and, and chatted to him. And I think you even called out to, to him to smile yeah. at one point in there. Yeah, well, race. he was smiling the whole way. I saw, I saw him <laughs> twice on the... Yeah, I would have seen him twice. I saw him early on because the way I was, you know, obviously I was running a bit further back, but where the course sort of snaked around on itself, you could, I got a good view of Chris and he gave me the big thumbs up early on and he would just look like he was having mm-hmm. a ball out there. And that was the early so days. Good. I thought, oh, look, I thought of myself, okay, he's having a great time. Let's hope that when I see him at probably seven or eight K, wherever I, I, I would pass him again, that he'd be in the same, um, same mindset. And he was, and he was smiling. He was, he, he had another guy that was just probably he was probably ten meters ahead of him, and he was and Chris just looked in control. Uh, and that's when I said, "Yeah, come on, mate, enjoy it, smile like we had on the <laughs> talked about in the podcast." And he had a beaming smile, and yeah, he was pumped. And that finish, actually, the last sort of K, um, or you drop down into into the gardens and you're onto some gravel, so it's not not a super fast finish, and. Um, yeah, he navigated through that to, to run a PB and, yeah, massive run. And uh, an epic photo that um, I think mm. the guys must have captured um, wellness run photographers where um, he'd obviously run his way, race, uh, got a PB and then was waiting around for his for an athlete that he coaches and um, she managed to get a PB, which was energy. And there's a big high fives. And uh, that, that, to me, just that photo captures what it's all about. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I know they've done a lot of early runs together and early training sessions and hard sessions through a pretty grim winter. And yeah, to come down to Melbourne and do that. Uh, and both Melbourne supporters. So we're capping mm-hmm. the day off with um, celebration going over to the MCG. And um, yeah, re watching. I think Chris said it was like going to the drive in, but uh, yeah, they were playing the whole game. And <laughs> see some of the photos from that. There was a lot of people that, uh, yeah, we see you out there watching. You won't forget that day um, in a long time, I reckon. That was an absolute cracker. And if so 35.09, so I reckon he'll be looking to dip under 35 in, in the next one. Oh, yeah, that's that's there for the taking for sure. Like, um, you know, he was he was solo for um, a bit of that. And, mm. yeah, it was a um, fantastic run. But, you know, to, to come out and, and run a PB after, you know, not having a race, like, just to get back and do races, it's not really about the PBs. It's more about like I get get yourself back in that environment. But then, when you have a day like that, it's uh, it's even more icing on the cake. And we also had a it was a, a race up um in Sydney, in Sydney Harbour. They had the I think they had a five k and a ten k. Yeah, yeah, they had five k, ten k. And we had well, one of Brady's athletes, Charles Van, uh, Jansen Van Rensburg. Who mm. polished off a great 10k in 3442. Looked like it was pretty wet up there as well. Um, mm. the, yeah, just seeing a few photos floating around. And um, yeah, big run from Charles. He, um, yeah, cracked 35. And I think, again, you know, that opportunity to get into that big fun run environment, that 10k, um, yeah, he thrived on it. And another athlete from the Wollongong uh, Track Club. So Sam John Jones, uh, also coached by Brady, 32.19 for his 10K. So, um, yeah, and he sort of mentioned in his driver that, um, yeah, he was sort of 
really happy with this, good indicator of where the fitness is. Um, and he, he sort of went out with that uh, bit of negativity early on and then was able to get, get things going in that 5K. So good. Um, it's always good when that happens where you sort of feel like, oh, I'm not, maybe not going to have a good day and then you can turn it around. And it's getting these races a good chance to, I guess, go through those, those, um, those roller coasters of emotions. And whether that had anything to do with um, Westy's <laughs> car key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that'll get you excited when you, particularly if he's lost that, like maybe the warm up or something, and it's slipped out of his pocket because he's got lost my car key, found it on the ground, amazing feeling. (laughs) So, I don't know, maybe he found it uh, partway through the race, and (laughs) that's what got him going. Yeah, I don't know what happened to his Strava because he's eight k, he had a two o two k. So whether he really got going, yeah, yeah. We'll have to find out from Miles Goff, uh, the yep. Wollongong Track Club CEO, I think he is. Um, <laughs> maybe find out what the what the deal is with his um, with that two hundred two k. Yeah, I know. Like when you, if you ever lost your wallet before, and then yeah. you find it again, and it's like <laughs> the the roller coaster of emotion. It's like you know, it's like the happiest moment of your life. Yeah, to find it again. Oh. It's a weird feeling. <laughs> Especially when you're thinking about all the things you have to do, yeah. sort it cancel out. Oh, I got to cancel cards, or yeah. like in that instance where you've lost your car key, or oh, shit, out, you know. Get I'm another gonna... photo for the license. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's um, maybe maybe that's the trick before Melbourne Marathon. Maybe just like fake losing something and then uh, find it to uh, <laughs> <laughs> to get that excitement, to get the adrenaline going um, for we're getting out there. Um, yeah, and. So yeah, cracking day. Um, you know, obviously seeing seeing events back in full fight, and then obviously with Melbourne next week. Um, yeah, that'll continue. And also, Zaka, we had a listener question question come in on our Instagram from Shelley. Um, yeah, she's written in asking that uh, I'm running my first marathon at Melbourne this weekend, and have been wondering should I warm up before it. Yeah, um, good question. I think that's um, you know, something that we've, you know, obviously in 5K, 10K, half, like um, we've talked about maybe with, with warm-ups, um, having a, you know, a really bit longer, I mean, I'll probably talk about the time and I, I know with those events, I'm more of a like 10, 15-minute, 20-minute warm-up and some longer strides, whereas with the marathon, I, I tend to only go with like 10 minutes um, and a, a really shaking the legs out quite slow um, because I feel like you've, you've really used, um, you know, you've, you've got a lot of nervous energy, definitely. You've walked around a bit. So um, I find that just just on a straight off the bat, the timing-wise doesn't need to be as long as for the other events. Um, because you've got a you've got a long journey ahead of you, um, but just just taking a step back, probably the timing is a big thing around that. Um, making sure you've got a bit of a plan around, um, you know, getting the bathroom. That's always a challenge um, to to navigate through when you've got a lot of people uh, in the one spot, a lot of nervous energy. So sorting sorting that out, um, sort of locating them, maybe having a bit of a plan around that. Um, obviously having your kit ready and if you've got your if you carry like maybe you've got someone that's carrying your gear or going to be waiting or or whether you're going to be checking it in maybe working that out beforehand so you do then 
I don't know, if you're leaving it with someone, you're sort of like you want to be able to be make sure you go out and do the warm-up and then you come back and that person's still there if you're changing changing in their other gear. So um, that's some unnecessary stress we want to avoid. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so that, uh, if you're going to use that warm clothing service, you could, you know, probably, that's probably a good option for a lot of people. Um, that way you can jog closer to the start line um, and then, yeah, you're keeping warm. Mattress, your thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess like very similar to what you were saying there about uh, looking at a shorter warm up than what you would probably normally do for yeah, for for whatever five, ten, half marathon. And the main reason I would say is that the fueling system in the marathon is one of the limiting factors. So you want to be conserving your full fuel as much as possible, conserving that glycogen, and and in doing so, you would be like you say, a, a real light shakeout. So you want to be making sure that you're, you know, predominantly burning your fats rather than um, burning up any of that, that, um, that gold that you need, that glycogen um, towards the end of the race. So you're just a real light. Even I even sometimes just do five minutes of mm. jogging, um, and I I've advised my athletes um, of this. So yeah, just having that real light five to yeah five to ten minutes. Um, Sometimes yeah, you do one a little bit longer, like 10 minutes, because you want to get, you know, you, you might take a little while for your body to really wake up. Um, and then yeah, even just putting in maybe one or two strides um, of just, you know, 10 seconds or, or something like that, just a just a little pickups, just to um, yeah, make sure that neuromuscular system's firing and you're and you're ready to go when the when the gun goes. But in saying that, it's also um, a shorter warm-up can even um ensure that you're going to be a bit more patient early because you aren't yeah. fully uh, you aren't fully um ready and charged to go and so because we talk about being patient early in the race and mm. almost makes you be patient yeah fully warmed up completely different to that 5k where you know if you're warming up for 5k you want to be on the line ready to mm. just you know you will have done a lot more strides and a lot more that that specific race pace so when you get out you just you you're, you're going but it's, it's actually good to be uh, work into that first few K and because um, there is going to be a lot of adrenaline and a lot of atmosphere and that mm. hype that you just, you know, you want to just be so patient early on um, and yeah, start, start slowly. And I talk about that, that first three K almost becomes a bit of an extended warm up anyway. Mm. Um, and, you know, you potentially might be locked into a bit of a crowd as well, um, depending on the position and the start line and such, but you might be a bit, yeah, congested early and, and just yeah. at that point, just use it as a bit of a warm up. Don't stress about the fact that, you know, oh, geez, I'm not on pace yet. And, you know, I've, I've been going 2Ks, I've been going, you know, 10 minutes or whatever. I'm not, I'm not even close to what, yeah. what I was hoping to, to start um, picking up, but just wait for the gaps to come. And yeah, just use that as a bit of an extended warm up. Um, and yeah, conserve that energy for use in the, in the later um, stages of the race. Yeah. And, it, and if you're, um, you know, you're starting with a pace group, then that works well just to sit off the back of them and be guided by that and just work in slowly with them rather than um, you, you want to avoid early on, particularly is um, all throughout the race, but definitely early on is, is any like sharp surges or mm. changes of pace. Like you're just going to, you're going to burn excess energy that you don't need to. Um, you want to be smooth. You don't want to be you know, weaving and moving around. Mm. Just, just be patient at the start. It'll, it'll, it will spread out. Um, and you'll get into your own rhythm, but yeah, you, 
don't want to be making little um, and, and the start of Melbourne actually go up a slight hill. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you do too, yeah. that's right. Yeah, so it, it which is good because it allows you just to work into it. It's not like you you get out of the out of the blocks and you're absolutely flying. You actually have to slowly work into it. You don't want to be sprinting at the start. And um, yeah, you get up the hill and then down past um, yeah Flinders Street, um, and then uh, you're on your way. Do you remember um, when we were at Lake Biwa Marathon and we had to get there? three hours before the start I think yeah. it was maybe even more yeah we got there and we parked ourselves sort of that starts on the on the track um mm. on the track there and and we parked ourselves sort of outside the track um in some shade and just sat around do you remember going in and looking at the track at I don't know maybe two hours before the race and there was people just hammering it yeah the track yeah. already two hours before the race like what are you doing it is a Japanese um yeah, Walmart style, which we yeah, do accustomed from racing over there a few times. That yeah, it is it's quite different. Um, it is very different. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised when I saw that. Wow. Whereas we were all yeah trying to just lay down and chill yeah. out, and do as little as possible. I think Dane was um, organising his singlet from the <laughs> from the yeah, hotel. From the hotel. Yeah, I think he was actually having a <laughs> the only guy to ever um, rock up to a marathon and forget his. Well, probably not the only guy, but. Um, yeah, I know we'd spent what 10 hours in the hotel beforehand mixing drinks yeah. and you know putting our bibs on, like using a ruler to get them as straight as possible. And uh, the one thing he <laughs> seemed to forget was his singlet, um, which was part of uh, part of the adventures of um, racing. And, and that's probably comes back to like, you know, being a local race, it, it does help having knowledge of um, you know, what what's what's going to happen out there and your logistics and knowing um you know getting waking up in your own bed and you know probably lends itself to another topic we could go into about the nerves through the week mattress and mm. any um any sort of tips around how to navigate the 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 race and i guess uh the race week nerves but i i suppose the last 48 hours might be where things kick in yeah absolutely it's a it's a it, it can be a pretty challenging one. I find um, I do like to get a couple of races beforehand um, in and mm. obviously I haven't really had that as much of an opportunity for that. And I find that actually helps with the nerves. But yeah, I think going into it, just knowing that, all right, um, control what you can control and any any other factor, you just just, that's just going to be wasted energy and it's going to make you more nervous when you start thinking about the weather um, and things like that, that it's going to, actually make you a bit more anxious and, and then a bit more nervous on top of that. So making sure just to control what you can control. Um, and then also just look back at, um, look back at and think back to, all right, you know, prepared, you've prepared yourself um, as best as possible. You can't get any fitter from here. Mm. And so just be, um, be open to that and be relaxed about that. Cause as soon as you start thinking, oh, geez, you know, I missed 10 minutes of that run three weeks ago. Yeah. Well, you know, I didn't finish yeah. that. I didn't finish that session because I was a bit tired a couple of weeks ago. If you, as soon as you start thinking about that, then you're going to get a lot more nervous. But just be confident um, in the build that you've and the and then the work's done, and that will hopefully yeah ease those nervous moments. And also um, whether things like deep breathing, um, practicing any sort of mindfulness that you might have done before, yeah. that can also um, help to help to relieve those the nervous tension that that might build up in those days um 
in those days leading into the race and, and really not trying to, uh, it's, it's really hard, but trying not to overanalyze things, mm. you know, like I went out today and, and like I felt all right, but then tomorrow I might go out and I might feel rubbish. And then yeah, you know, you're not going to lose fitness in a day, um, but start overanalyzing that sort of, that, that leading in every single emotion that you, or every single thought that goes through your head, not mm. overanalyzing that. And, and it's a, it can be a really hard thing to do leading into leading into a race but yeah that's where you start thinking back no no I've, I've you know i've put the work in um and just be happy with that and in the and using um yeah using looking at maybe even the graphs on strava or a couple of sessions that you that you look yeah. back on and, and you know that you that you hit well and, and get some confidence out of that to to relieve those nerves yeah i think the overthinking you touched on is, is a good thing it's um you know it's a big thing this week is you, you don't want to get caught up um Overanalyzing, um, you know, things that are out of your control, or um, you know, you, and even these, these these phantom tight spots or phantom injuries that come oh. in, and you take a step, and you're, oh, is that the amount of stress <laughs> fractures that have come through in the last week to, to a marathon? Uh, you just, yeah, have to really just um, be conscious of that, and like even not thinking about the race every single run or day or mm. you know the, this far out it's you know it's a lot to take in just just being confident that it, it is coming and you're gonna you're gonna be fine and you've done the work um yeah and i think almost like sorting little bits and pieces out through the week so spreading that out so you're not doing it all in one hit so maybe um you know if you if getting all your getting your kits order, getting all those things that you just, um, you know, rather than just doing it all on the on the Saturday where you might really get nervous because you're putting everything together. If you've just got a little bit there, like what your what your plan is, that that could probably help. Um, and then yeah, obviously the you know that 24, 48 hours, um, yeah, trying to also distract yourself a bit with you know some things outside of running in terms of you know watching something on tv that you like or comedy or like something that puts you in a really positive mindset um and relaxes you um that's that's something also that's um worth doing to kind of calm the nerves and then you also and i think the nerves can also start like the, the night before can be a nervous moment you know you, mm. you're thinking about the race and, and then it, you can find it hard to get to sleep obviously um so yeah trying to bank some time earlier in the week with with the sleep when the nerves are less um, yeah aren't, aren't built up as much um whereas yeah so if you can if you can get some out a, a few more hours um, you know, go to bed half an hour, an hour before you would normally go to bed. Mm. Um, as long as you're tired, because it's so good yeah. sitting there thinking, not, <laughs> thinking about things and you're, and you're not sleeping. Um, but yeah, trying to bank a little bit more sleep um, so that, yeah, that night before, you're not, not too worried about if you don't get as much sleep as, as what you'd hoped. Mm. And then, yeah, race morning. Yeah, you're going to be nervous. Like that's, mm. that's, a, that's, that's good. it's not a bad thing. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, and, it, and it means a lot for so many reasons, um, this, this event. So I think it's fine to, to have those nerves and I've just got to feed off it and be positive and don't let it overwhelm you, but in, just embrace. Um, and I think that's the, the thing that uh, about an event is that, you know, you can get those performances because you just can get so much energy off, um, you know, people around you and the, you know, the environment. So um, I think use, use that nervousness as something that is a positive um, yeah, that you, you're on for a, for a big one. It's amazing, but as soon as the gun goes um, mm. and off, it's yeah, it's like exercise just 
relieves those nerves. So yeah, there's no when it starts. Um, yeah, and, and also like you know, you in a marathon, it's it's not like the you know the the first I don't know thirty k should should feel relatively you know you're still working mm. but relatively comfortable. So it's 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 only that that last sort of um, that last twelve k that can really it should be really starting to really hurt and, and really work. So you've got a bit of time there just to relax into it. Um, and also I like to think about like, not think about it as a, as 42.2 K is it's um, I'll try to think about, Oh, it's just another long run. There's a lot of yeah. people around just really enjoy that first, that first, especially that first five K, even eight K um, enjoy that, that part of the race. Um, and yeah, just think about it as a, as a long run with a bit of a fast finish. That's what yeah. I like to try to think of it as. And, and that really, I've, I've been nervous before. And, and when I've thought about that, I'm like, oh no, it's just, it's just another long run. Like that's all it is. And, and there's just a lot of people around just with a bit of a kick down. Mm. Um, yeah. It's, it's relieving. Well, even, yeah. Reframe it like it is. A, mm. It's like you're going into a session, you know, you haven't had a session all week. So, you know, well, this is your main session and you're going in there and how much easier would a session, like we've all done a lot of workouts um, where you've done long marathon workout solo and you haven't had people around you. And this, mm. this case, you're going to have, um, you know, all the atmosphere and, you know, you tape it and you're ready to go. So you can, Kind of reframe it as yeah this is just going to feel like a session early on and then i'll have to work um, on the back end of it yeah uh, so, and just enjoy the experience because we've been um yeah been pretty dry in terms of races lately so it's um, yeah it's just get it we've finally got the opportunity to so yeah mm. just just appreciate it and um yeah enjoy it well, getting getting to the line, getting to the start line in a position to have a good day, like just to be involved in the event, is is the win in itself. You know, mm-hmm. it's whether we're not all going to run PBs, you know, that's that's um, the reality of it. But to get involved and put yourself in that position where you, you've been able to do a build up and you're able to, to ex, you know get into an event, that's that's a win in itself. Um, and you know, it won't be the last event. So if, if things don't go well, it's, yeah, you know, this, which they do. Yeah, you can still, you can still go again and you can learn from it. And I think, yeah, it's, um, that fine balance with not putting, putting enough emphasis on it, but not over you know, thinking that this is the be all and end all. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because so, you don't like, you can't control that. Like some days you just, just for no apparent reason you don't you know yeah. great on the day and it's you know you, you tough it out and but then yeah that's 100 right there's there's always another race and, yeah. and yeah just as long as you learn from it um yeah that's that's all you can do and, and just go out there and give it your best mm. now looking forward to a mattress so um yeah this week just um yeah stay safe over there mate and uh, <laughs> lay low don't do anything um don't go too crazy with the wood chopping no, no, no. The axe has been put away for the moment. <laughs> Do you clear the lightning? Yeah, yeah. No, it's, I don't think we're looking to uh, get any storms just yet. So that's a that's a good sign. Um, yeah, you too, mate. Yep. Enjoy the rest of the taper and um, yeah, and the, the carb load. Uh, what from Friday, Friday night potentially, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Start up in the intake of carbs from there and. Yeah, get a get drink sorted, and uh, yeah, it's uh, all those those things tick off, and then we'll be um, we'll be tying the line together, mate. Yeah, uh, looking forward to it. Good stuff. All right, mate. We'll take it easy. Yeah, you too, mate.